What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my guys. First off, to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. We need to like rename this to some sort of like early morning. It's very early news show. Early very early. Edition. They came in early for me. I appreciate it. I'm surprised we don't have like the coffee mugs here. I know? just had I had a big Dunkin' Donut, two espresso shots. Now we, you're we, a Dunkin' guy. I am a Dunkin' I love guy. Dunkin Donuts. Well documented Dunkin'. I did like a eat. Not a, not a I, coffee drinker, right? No, what? What is? I did what? like an interview like six years ago. And well I was like, documented. Like, yeah, I'm no, to no, it was you like you talked a, to somebody once no, six years no, ago about no, what you no, do for breakfast. And no, I'm so I didn't so... even intro you yet, Mr. Sorry. Brendan Dunn. Starting off, look it, he came. Could have no been seven a.m. Yeah, you, look you it, would know could it. have been seven a.m. He came in firing. <laughs> but yeah, I, they asked uh, an interview. Asked me like my coffee of choice. Your New York Times. Yeah, my Sunday routine. Never got the Sunday routine in New York Times. No, it wasn't Covator. It was something else. Well documented. What was it? It was something else. It was, it was something <laughs> Not well else. enough. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. We shot it at Time Life. I remember. Okay. I'm surprised you don't remember. No, you remember I, I everything. Was say your, I was going to say Joe Lapuma of famous uh, want-to-be pat, patented idea of having a piece of gum underneath. Now, the, it's, now everyone's going to steal wait it. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? Remember the sample? Remember, this is I, a complex sneakers podcast. Yeah, but I was saying that on sneakers. there what was some sort of about? idea to have a piece of gum or a mint included. In like on a cup, coffee cup. Oh, that was your billion dollar idea. I got it wrong the whole time. Yes, and I, he, and, he, and I thought that Joe didn't <laughs> like the taste of coffee, which you said you don't. Not I don't. I don't. I just do it kind of. Why don't you grow up for energy? <laughs> um, I thought you meant like put a piece of gum within the bottom of no. the cup. No, so like foul. the so the coffee was like. You don't remember I sampled this? In the, in the you don't remember the prototype that I showed you guys in Slack like a year ago? It was the plastic cup with a little piece of gum taped. And we're maybe we'll work on the production. But now it's gone because you just said it to the public. So <laughs> you make your exit from complex. That's to, it. To start you know, your, uh, that's it. <laughs> your beverage business with the gum attached to the bottom of the disposable cup. Hey, listen. Starbucks, get in touch. You know, maybe a Dunkin' guy, but oh, if, yeah. maybe yeah. not. If someone, you know, someone wants to approach, yeah, wherever the price is, getting right. out our dreams, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? We're back in the studio. Dreams and nightmares. <sighs> it's life. Literally life. Back in the studio. Gang's all here. Um, we we often do these little PSAs. It's not that important. Yes. I, I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but. We're recording this a little early. Can we say why we're recording it early, Joe? Or should we talk about that when you... We'll talk about it when I get back. Okay, yes, Joe's I'm leaving. Headed, I'm headed out of the country with uh, a group of people. Okay, we'll talk about... It's it, yeah, it's an exciting one. We'll talk about okay. it when you get back. Is it just you? or Nope, it's just us. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll take it. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders yeah. this morning. Not unlike a luxury automobile. You today? Uh, Thursdays have become rest days. Okay. Okay. You look well rested. Yeah, yeah. You came. You have a lot of energy. Maybe we should move up the uh, shoot, shoot <laughs> start, uh, start time. Yeah, start time. time. Uh, man, all right. There's been some interesting energy floating around this week. Welty and I were, and I, I don't like to do this publicly too much, but Welty and I oh, were I doing know. the classic crabby sneaker media person thing of why wasn't I invited to this it. party? Yeah, How I come Adidas it. had this? Nike doesn't care about me for this. Yeah, I saw brands throwing parties and not inviting us. Welty, what's up with that? I don't know. This uh, is a this is a bit of bickering that's best to be kept in the private sector because it's like the most childish thing to worry about because we're still getting these we're listen whether or not we got access on an official brand level we're still getting these stories out regardless but come on you throw a little PR event for the launch of your new thing and you got some finger food there you might have some miniature glizzies and you didn't invite Matt Welty Brendan Dunn I know Joe Puma was invited playing devil's advocate here okay a week ago on this podcast he said he got like numerous a uh, slew <laughs> Of, in, of invites to parties, and I think the quote was, I just didn't have the energy. Not that I was out of town, not yeah. that he had plans, just I didn't have the energy to go. You were out of town. Counterpoint? Not today, Satan. <laughs> Wait, so what are you guys talking about? I don't well, know. Well, anyways, I think Some the Adidas event. one that yeah, Brendan had brought up is that there was an Adidas block party. Yeah, or not a block party, but a... A block party on your block? I, I don't can wanna, see Nike doing that to you a little bit, you know. That's the, that's the, you know that, you know that meme of like, there's kind of like, um, like a like nerdy white teenager, and he has a, he has a, he has a, <laughs> is this me? No, he has a t-shirt on, and the, it says, "I went to your hood, and nobody knew you." <laughs> wow, yeah, that's wow. Adidas. It's a me. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, yeah, listen, 
Hey, we're not as hot as we're not that hot out here, huh? <laughs> I guess you know? not. <sighs> oh, you know what though? I did get an invite. You know what? Because I'm gonna be at the Austin Grand Prix. Oh wow! At the F1 race in Austin. Wait, you became an F1 influencer? That easy. Listen. Actually, no, it wasn't easy. Yeah, we worked hard for this shit. Yeah, forty-eight consecutive <laughs> podcast mentions, <laughs> trying to plant <laughs> the seed. Some of the guests just being like, "Okay, yeah." But listen, Guess he got what? his invite. <laughs> we'll be credentialed up yep. in Austin for the Grand Prix. I'm gonna be down there with Pirelli. We're gonna be spinning the All tires. All right. Yeah. Want to wear the hat? You know, I have a hat. Do you get, yeah. do you get to go in the pits? Um, I don't know. I think we'll have. I, I, they mentioned something about some hot laps. So yeah. I'm, oh, so you get to do a ride along? I might even get to drive. Who do I you hope. think? I'm pray. Out of the three of us, who would be the best pit crew member? <laughs> well, I mean, there's, of course, the Oregon pit crew. The Oregon well, Ducks I think, fan section. I that, think different, uh, though. So okay, I, think, yeah. I think record has shown, and I think we've maybe done this on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. where me and Brendan Dunn have been tasked to see who can lace, is, yep. lace a sneaker faster. Yep. Really? And I've beaten him. Yeah, oh, I wow. think Welty's probably more manually adept. I could, yeah. I'm not very good with my so hands. So if we have to go... Couldn't muck... What did Jay Z say? Couldn't much work with my hands. Yeah, I think he would. He would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, your father is kind of from that world of race cars yes. and stuff, right? So I've, I've spent, like, spent some time in pits in the past. Yeah, you know, what, where do you rank, Joe? Dead last, three of three. Really? Yeah. Worse than me? I'll be in the pit crew calling AAA. Is there? Is that available? <laughs> <laughs> Just the race, losing the race for everyone. Oh uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll. I'll be at Austin, and I'll be at Vegas next year for sure. Okay. Don't worry about that. Right. Only been the only been the Austin once. Where I, is that? I, I, sorry, I, Texas. I already, I already what bought, is it? I already Austin. Where is yeah. it? Texas. Wait, sorry, yeah. I know I Great mentioned bands. that story. Great what verse. else? Yep. BMW. Shout out to Keith. Great verse. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what else could we get excited about? SB or Jordan Forrest? Ooh, Joe? Got tons of ads. Listen, he said it last week, but mm-hmm. I'll say it. We really appreciate the fans listening and picking up the little things that we talk about yep. and mentioning it. Adding, keep the ats coming. Yeah, we need Maybe those Maybe less on the glizzies and more sneakers, <laughs> but I really do appreciate the There's... Jordan 4 SB wear test P-Rod. All yep. black. P-Rod in the gym, all black. Doing one-legged box jumps. Doing a and... lot of The way P-Rod was moving around, I thought he was on the Joe LaPuma workout plan because I thought he was trying to just get those calves right to be <laughs> like you, you know what I mean? I will say I did see some workouts that I used to do during my soccer and track days warming mm. up, mm. so... Yeah, I thought it was me out there. I'm not going to lie. I thought for a second, <laughs> you know, this video? not that him and I look alike, but we don't not not look that yeah, alike. Not so dissimilar. But, uh, yeah, Jordan 4. All, the, 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 it was all black. Yes. But in, I think I got a good metaphor here. You thought you were flying high like Aladdin through the sky, and then you got the literal, literal rug pulled out from Whoa. underneath you. Listen, totally. totally what's, what's a phrase? Uh, what's... How could you possibly put it better than he just did with a rug and a No, Aladdin? but there's a better phrase like I don't You know, literally something. got the rug pulled out from underneath you on this situation, Joe. I'm yeah, told that this guy, I'm going to I'm yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a late late night slack. It's a black um, cat Jordan Force, so people are automatically thinking about Joe Puma more than anybody else. More than a black cat Michael best, Jordan. Listen, it's, best, it's a shoe that's meant to be worn and beat. I'm all in. The best comment was as Brendan had said, uh how many something how many pairs does Joe need? And the best comment left on it was "Endless Summer Part yeah, 2. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I know that like you like to poke fun on that, but <laughs> I, okay, we'll okay. see. <laughs> One day you're going to get sentimental about something, and I'm going to keep poking at it. But that's <laughs> He's okay. going to pull the rug out from you. Yeah, motherfucker. exactly. But anyway, so going to bed, late night slack. Mm-hmm. He comes in after we're riding high. I'm riding high off. You're the excited potential. about this? Yeah, we talked even three weeks ago. Talked to Evan Mock about the potential yeah. of a Black Cat SB four. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I am told, and I told you this, that that colorway is not what the actual shoe will look like, that it's just because it's a wear test sample version I of it. I think we had been told that before in the past. Yeah, I forget yeah. who told us, but someone told us that that shoe was based, because there was writing on the side of yeah. the original one. Yeah. That that original, the one you saw cost in, and I forget, who are we talking to about that? Uh, maybe somebody who we can't name. It might have been a like a little sneaky little tip, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, I'm not sure. Sorry, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. but like no, they had said want... that that shoe was made that way just so they could figure out the materials and fabrics rather than that being a final color. And this is not uncommon for an early Nike shoe if if they're handing it out to people to wear test to just be all black, you know, and not an actual reflection of the colorway. I'm told the colorway will be like a pine green thing, something like the military blue four. And Joe, as you can see on his nope. face right now, is. No, nope. it's gonna Devastated. be a white. Christ- like it's gonna be a white. Christmas is canceled. It's gonna That's be a white Air Jordan. 
If there's anything you could be worse, you could make a white Air Jordan for Joe LaPuva. How could you be so into something f- and then in a span but of what, four hours? But what you write a letter? Would you consider that? Or doing like a change.org petition to, to try and try and keep it black cat? What if? This is just what I'm told. We, well, we have this a thousand percent confirmed. Seven signatures. Me, Evan Mock. Who else? <laughs> Olivia Kim. Yep, Olivia Kim would be on Alex it. Who Diamond. else? Black Cat Fours. But what if they do it? So remember the <laughs> acronym Presto, right? Yep. Remember how it, there, there was the one pair that came in like that crazy colorway? That neon. was like, the, the neon. first set of the three. Yeah, 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 the one that was like the neon with the the two neon colorways. It was Big like the, the infrared shoe. with the with like the yep. lime green. Mm-hmm. And they said that the story behind that shoe was is that they had done the factory wear test sample. Oh, okay, yeah. And they had just put random fabrics on the shoe. And that was there was no intentions for the shoe to ever be that colorway. And when it came back like that, Errolson Hugh, designer, owner of Acronym, like said, the- hey, that looks pretty sick. We should make the shoe that colorway. What if they see the Air Jordan 4 SB in that black cat and Joe LaPuma and Evan Mock raise enough of stink on the internet about it? You say, hey, you know what? We got it right the first time. We should have kept it that way. Listen, Do you foresee that at all? Listen, these are the real issues I'm ready to tackle. <laughs> this is your platform? Okay, this is the, listen, these are the fights I'm ready yeah. to get behind. You literally told the the SB Air Jordan 4, you thought I was failing you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <sighs> I had to sneak that in there. Other sneaker news, friend of the show, Fat Joe. Yes. Fat Joe. We had put out a clip. Yeah. One, Brianna Walker, co-worker of ours, had yeah. interviewed... Fat Joe at Up at, NYC at right? Up NYC had a little clip of him talking about uh, Virgil talking to him two days apparently before his passing that mm-hmm. he wanted to do an off-white terror squad. Yeah, Air Force One, which seems super believable because Virgil was into that whole like rare, uh, important niche yeah. Air Force One. He knew the history of the yeah. Air Force One and and who was important to it and who contributed to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think there was like he had shared it where like our friend PG like he had hit up PG trying to get like HTM Air Force Ones back in the day. Yeah, or, like he, trading he him. him being like NTS floating yeah. around. Yeah, so he had said that um, Fat Joe had said that Virgil had hit him to do it. Yeah, and we post the clip of course because yeah. he said it to us, and people in the comments that's cap, that's cap, that's cap. Why is Fat Joe lying about this? Why, dude? Is- if you think. If you think Fat Joe is he did, lying, he did the Duppy freestyle. <laughs> <sighs> no, like how dumb do you have to be to think that Fat Joe is lying about that? Like, if you know anything about Fat Joe and his history in sneakers, and if you know anything about, I think Virgil's eye for footwear and the way he studied and wanted to connect these cultural touch points, like yes. it makes perfect sense. And I hope it still happens. I, I think it might. I wouldn't be surprised. It makes perfect sense to have a TS version of an off-white Air Force One. So people on the internet saying that Fat Joe is lying, and then Fat Joe kind of responded in a way, right? Yeah, he had, the... he had put a screenshot of a DM yeah. where essentially Virgil was saying, "I think you're one of the, like the important kings of the game," and Fat Joe's Which like, "Thank, thank you, thank you." Yeah, you know the quote. Virgil told him, "The sneaker game wouldn't be what it is today without your contribution." I tell these kids from time. We got we got to tell these kids a little bit more. That's often. what Don't I, said, I, I said. Yeah. This and before Fat Joe had posted that, yeah. get a, fire off a tweet, which I'm want to do. The weirdest thing is a lot of young sneakerheads are so far removed from the glory days of quote-unquote sneaker culture that they think Fat Joe is lying about Virgil wanting to do a terror squad off-white Air Force One, and that's really disappointing. <laughs> I agree with you, but <laughs> you don't think that perhaps the glory days of sneaker culture are happening right now as we hop on this podcast every week to talk about hot dogs and gym routines and things like that? <laughs> this is if this isn't the golden age. Yeah, I'm... I hope that connection still manifests in some way. I hope that... Um, but just to think that... The, I know. You don't think that a Terror Squad Air Force One, which is maybe not to like... And this isn't trying to be gatekeeping or whatever, yeah, yeah, but yeah. to a, maybe the current crop of sneakerheads who have maybe gotten to shoes in the past few years, I can understand why a Terror Squad Air Force One isn't on their list of grails that they yeah. want to obtain some part in their life. Yeah. But to also say... There's like different... like. I don't want to say levels of grails, but, like, there's different, like, um, along, like, the, the years, you know, like, the the time length of sneaker culture or whatever, mm-hmm. there's 
grails from different eras, right? Like last week, we're talking about the homegrown Air Max 90s. Mm-hmm. That shoe is a grail. Yes. To it's undeniable, yes. but obviously to a lot of maybe to a 15 year old kid, it's not a grail, but it still no doesn't take away that the fact that the shoe is a grail. Yeah. Same with Terra Squad Air Force Ones. Those shoes will forever be a grail. And yeah. what I used to love that Virgil used to do is he would pop out in shoes like if it was like a TS, like he would maybe he yeah. if he got it from PG, he would pop out in them and then everyone would assume like, is he working on one? What's yeah, the deal? Yeah, yeah. Every time he popped out in a different like sneaker mm-hmm. it was like is he you remember that even i think like the terry umaro he was wearing for a bit and it was is like right? is this the one he's doing next yeah 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 i think paul said he actually he traded virgil a pair of htm air force ones for like one of the off-white sneakers oh wow that wasn't out yet and virgil had it and he htm made air a swap. Force ones what a what a classic show another potential classic according to the internet according to the response that you got Oh, yeah, I was surprised about this. You know? Harito's Nike SB Dunk Low coming 2023. Who reported that? Come on. My man to the left. Okay. Yeah. Wait, but- is, is it source of Brendan Dunn or source of Soul Collector <laughs> is the biggest question, right? <laughs> oh, it's, right, right, right. It's, There's it's a lot of source. Sneaker- as long as you put Complex or Soul Collector or Brendan Wait, Dunn in there somewhere. Can you address that real quick? Because I feel like that's a big point of contention with you from time to time. What? what? <laughs> that when you... Like do some sort of exclusive information yeah. that sneaker blogs don't want to credit the site that you work for and only want to credit you individually. I, you I were saying the opposite. I don't. I don't care that much. Yeah. You and again. This is this is uh, to take it back to the conversation earlier about like inside baseball bickering that we do privately. Like the crediting thing is like something I definitely will send off a Karen email about. You know, <laughs> immediately when I see it happening. But whether they credit Brendan Dunn or Complex or Soul Collector, it doesn't make that big of a difference to me. I just thought. You had, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, mm. that you had thought sometimes that it's not that they're not crediting you for doing the work or whatever, but sometimes they want to like skirt around saying the word complex or soul collector yeah, on their blog. Which, maybe, but I don't, yeah. it's hard for me to, you know, people go online all the time and talk about what other people's intentions are or what they're trying to do without actually having any evidence and just making assumptions. And so like, I don't want to do that same thing, not knowing like the random person who works at, you know, sneaker blog like what their day looks like and what their thought process is i don't know if they're actually you know like just yeah. as long as the credit's in there i'm mostly happy but as happy as be. yeah Haritos, dunk yeah no one knows what they look like and people were super excited about them yeah i was a little surprised i didn't think that was going to be that big of a response but wealthy you were thinking that this feels a little bit like maybe chunky dunky part two yeah i mean it's one of those ones where it's safe to say that haritos is like a very loved uh, cultural brand. Do you ever drink them? Uh, from time to time. I'm not a big soda person mm-hmm. in general. If I do, I try to drink diet soda mm-hmm. um, if yeah. I do drink a soda, but yeah. don't really drink re- regular soda. I, if I do get Jaritos, I would say probably go guava flavor. Okay. okay. Nothing Nothing against it. No. But in the sense that it's such like people are putting their, and I guess this is the way collaboration works sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's people are just so excited about seeing Jaritos Mm-hmm. With the shoe, yeah, that it's bringing in so many people that maybe aren't even into shoes, which is fine, yeah. And that's, I guess, what these brands are going for, yeah, on the collaboration. Sometimes it gets a little murky though, where it's like, is this really the best shoe within the sneaker world if 90% of the people who are super hyped about it aren't really sneakerheads? Did you feel that way about Joe's? Uh, I feel that way 100% about Chunky Donkey, okay, yes, I you feel like you, you feel like much of the celebration or much of the fanfare from the Chunky Donkey came from outside the sneaker world. I'm not world saying the people in the sneaker world aren't into it, deep side from but Joe. I feel like the, what propped up the Chunky Donkey to a large extent were people outside of the sneaker world, yeah, counterpoint, yeah. I think that we when we talked about the chunky donkey it was we kind of made the joke that it was like the the, the news article that your aunt was sending yeah, you yes. like oh these shoes but i think that there are people real heads who really like those i'm not saying that there isn't but i think that just percentage wise the amount of people who get hyped about that shoe mm-hmm. are from outside the sneaker world not people more, who own it more than regular sneaker heads yes mm, that's interesting i don't know more, i think it, more than like an off-white shoe or something I think yes. it may, I okay. think it definitely went more mass because it was like such a commercial type of brand. The shoe was loud. P- everyone knows Ben and Jerry's, but I don't know if. But I can see that more it, people who are outside of sneakers 
like it than who are inside of sneakers. I just think it got that big because of the whole different well, the, mainstream. The, like the niche group. sneaker world, in mm. that we can. Uh, this is another topic too, where it's like the niche sneaker world is much smaller sometimes than we think it is. Yeah. You know, because we're in the middle of it, but the people who are actually like hardcore sneaker nerd collectors are like a smaller piece of the pie mm-hmm. than just people who buy cool shoes, yeah. you yeah. know, just like mass market, like cool yeah. shoes. So I feel like Ben and Jerry's Chunky Dunky and also we'll see because we haven't seen yet. But like even like something like a Harito's Dunk is the sort of thing that you'll see like random people who aren't into shoes sharing on their Facebook page. Like, mm-hmm. oh, sick. How do I get these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do you like that? I don't care, but I think sometimes you have to like look at it within a vacuum of like discussing what's like the best shoe of the year. And I'm not saying that people who aren't the biggest sneakerheads, their opinion doesn't right. matter. But I think sometimes you have to take it to an account if you're discussing what's the most popular shoe or what's the best shoe. It's Just like, because more people liked it doesn't mean it's better, especially if those people who liked it don't I, necessarily understand yes. everything about a shoe that the, the core audience does. The thing about the chunky donkey that I always say is like it's probably the one of the last shoes I would wear on feet, but I do think that just how crazy the up like how it's yeah. designed, so many things going on, the insole, mm-hmm. everything. I do think it's a very very interesting sneaker. And just the last thing I want to touch on, and then we can move on, but is because I had it's I think it was an interesting discussion that came up this week because mm-hmm. I had posted something when I w- I'd gone on a website it was a restocks.net which is I guess a reselling site now and they said mm-hmm. these are our most po- these are the most popular shoes on the site yeah and it was panda dunks all white 550s uh panda dunk high, high right? in all white air force ones and none of those are bad shoes popular shoes but you look at that as like that's like what's most popular in sneaker culture right now and you're mm-hmm. just like wow kind of boring mm-hmm. But then you get into the conversation and the people from private selection were like, hey, it's not surprising because believe it or not, even though we're like a limited cool sneaker shop, mm-hmm. 90% of the people who come into our store aren't sneakerheads. That blows my mind. I am so surprised by that. But I guess to some extent it makes sense because if you're walking into one of those shops and just like window shopping or buying something off the shelf, I feel like if you're a proper sneakerhead you might have done some more research and tried to look around on price or asked your friend how to get a pair you know but but still i'm, I'm surprised to hear that or maybe the people but, who are buying those don't even think that you go into Foot Locker and buy these on release day they just walk into a sneaker store and say hey dunks for 160 bucks i'll buy them yeah I, they don't know any better yeah i mean I, I was surprised when you said that but it's a very interesting um stat or fact is private selection in a mall though i think so yeah it's in Pittsburgh, right? Am I? No, I think they're in Texas. Texas. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Th- would that have anything to do with it? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's just you know? a lot of foot traffic for random people, and of course they have the guy who looks like me. So I would think that I would think they that, just came man, to see you. <laughs> I w- yeah, I would think that the 10 percent that are sneakerheads all flock there because private selection has one guy who, as our friend Pat <laughs> Joe mentioned, looks quite like me. So it's just like, oh, how can I, I mean, go? How can I get some FaceTime with Brendan Dunn? Even, even it's not the real me. Even back in the day, I would say, and this is different because this was a different era like pre like mass sneaker culture yeah but working in the stores from like 27 to i mean sorry 2007 to like 2012 mm-hmm. you'd maybe get one or two like actual sneaker heads yeah definitely come in a day yeah like I, that was it like I people agree. who actually knew like what not what nike sb was but like what these what a tiffany dunk was or what a bacon air max 90 was back yeah. then those people were far and few between yeah and it kind of goes back to that thing that we've talked about before. Of uh, there was an era when you knew. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to it's laugh. Okay. I'm trying good. not to laugh because off screen we have a producer crawling around yeah. on the floor um, <laughs> to to help uh, turn on something. Being real stealthy. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate yep. that. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Um, there was a time when where <laughs> he's crawling around again. I wish y'all could get <laughs> this visual, but this is <laughs> he's doing full on 007 right now. <laughs> <laughs> unplugging cables. Oh man, I saw that cable at the start of the episode and I was like, is this cable always unplugged? I'm sorry. <laughs> there was a time when you would see somebody wearing a certain pair of shoes and you knew immediately that you shared something in common and I think that's less so now as as um, sneakers be- have become more mainstream in this way. Yeah. Can we talk about one more pair of upcoming shoes before we mm-hmm. give away some shoes and kind of get into the meat of the episode? Because this is one that Welty and I have disagreed on. Oh, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Palace New Balance MT580. Great shoe. Don't like them. 
Well, you're colorblind. Let's hear it so out. It makes sense. <laughs> Let's hear it out. <laughs> the, the end of discussion. <laughs> you know what? The ad is amazing. Yes, the ad's great. Palace always kills those things. But I feel like the Stray Rats, New Balance MT-580s that are coming, I feel like those yeah, better hit those. on what I want from a 580 and bring back that yes. Stussy, Mita, Mad, yes. Hectic energy of like kind of earthy tones. Like the, the Harry Suede on the Palace just looks kind of cheap to me the, the speckling hair okay wait 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 you need to like rewind like okay. rewind that back to the most premium suede that you can put on a shoe looks cheap that doesn't make sense to me it just looks off it's just not what i expect from a 580 and it it, it evokes to me that era of a lot of like just mediocre 580 collaborations oh, wow. from the mid no way in in there's the one pair that's like the purple i think like a blue and mm-hmm. yellow mm-hmm. colorway they're so good, in my opinion, and I love the Harry suede on it. I love the callback to the bright colors. I like the palace hit on the heel. Mm-hmm. It has the stash pocket on the tongue. Stash pocket is cool. And on top of it, I think when – and I've said this multiple times. When buying a shoe, the collaborator matters to me. Yes. Palace is a brand that I like can get behind. Yes. Stray Rats is like one of those ones where it's just – it does. I don't have any like connection. Yeah, to, it doesn't mean anything to you. To the brand, they made some all right shoes, but I'm not like, oh man, like let me go grab that Stray Rats. Like, but Stray Rats' New Balances in particular have like been very good across agreed. the board, in my opinion. And this 580 is really. good. I guess just like the clothing brand, it just sure, isn't sure, like sure. something that like I'm like just like dying to like. Yeah. Get yeah. something from. So maybe the Palace one for me, it's like I'm just a little more excited on the project itself. Yeah. Okay. Although I do think that Stray Rats has made some good New Balance shoes. I yes. don't want to say put it that way, but just. Joe, are you riding with me on this one? Are you taking Stray Rats over yes. Palace on the New Balance? Yes, I like those better, and exactly for the reason that you said, those undefeated, yeah. Stussy, Manhattan. All that, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But the the one pair kind of looks like that from Palace. To Not me, the gray and blue Maybe it's because I'm colorblind, but I did, it didn't It didn't. Doesn't evoke the that Stray Rats one look yes, very, it looks like, like it's it could from be the fourth era. one yeah, yeah, of yeah. that pack? Yeah. There has to be a complex page from... Mm-hmm. Back in the day, that just has that triple New Balance collab. Well, I, I just e- remember. either way, I'm I'm happy that the MT580 era is here because yeah. we were we were talking a lot about you know, or at least I was campaigning yeah. for that. And of course, I'm I'm sure that the return of the 580 was prompted directly by me saying a couple times publicly that I wanted the shoe to come back. So we can agree on that. We're happy that it's 580 yeah. time. There we go. Speaking of Japan, oh, let's give away some shoes. Big box here today. Big boxes only around here. Okay. <laughs> look at. Look, did you say big boxers? I said big boxes only. Oh, because I, I thought we were referencing it. All right, do your little spiel. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Each week on the Complex Sneakers podcast, we give away a special pair of sneakers, and in, in this instance, it looks like we're giving away two pairs of sneakers. We do this in collaboration with our good friends at eBay and their Authenticity Guarantee Program. You can enter by going to eBay.complex.com and submitting a question for us. If we pick your question, if we select it, if we answer it here on the air, we're going to send you a free pair of sneakers from our good friends at eBay. Welty, what's in this big box you got over there? Wow. Well, on one part, you got safari print. Mm-hmm. On one part, you got cement print. <laughs> what could it be? You got a big box. Uh-huh. We all know what these are. I think one of these shoes, to me, is a classic. The other one is a very good shoe that is slept on that I think Joe LaPuma may be a fan of. I'm sorry. Okay, we okay. First shoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. First shoe. This is a pack, so these are the Atmos classic. Classic. I'm with you right there. Air Max One. So these ones are a little different though, because this came in a two shoe pack. It has the Jumpman right. logo on the bottom, right? Which is foreshadowing the Anytime other shoe. Anytime you say two pack, I I think of what <laughs> Joe Budden. Two pack of ass. He says it all. This is not a. This is not a. This is not a two pack of ass. Anytime, it's actually a two pack like of you're, heat. Anytime you're floating around the two pack, that's all. It's like my brain is pre. I didn't know that these had programmed a, to you yeah. saying that. Very hairy suede tongue on it. That's how you know they're good. Yeah. Loves Harry. So this guy, <laughs> Joe, this fa- guy loves Harry were you, Suede. Were you, okay. Were you a fan of these when they first came skin. out? I like those. Okay. Yeah. I think this is a great shoe. Yeah. I, not not the best Atmos Air Max one of all time. Biotech, right? But a great shoe. Biotech is yes. the best Atmos Air Max one yes. of all time. That yes. or the Safaris. Okay. And speaking of Safari, Atmos I did Safari Air Max ones. You got the Atmos Air Jordan threes. This shoe is so slept on, in my opinion. I'd see. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but isn't that quite a surprising opinion from Matthew J. Welty? It is. It is. Why? You don't really see a lot of people wearing these, mm-hmm. right? 
All right, it's an Atmos Air Jordan 3. Mm. It's a limited shoe mm. collaboration. Black with some nice suede on it. And it some has... Safari connection. It's kind of a nice one. Tinker and the original Safari. Look at Nike Air on the back. Nike Air on the back. Good colorway. Like, can can he right. gently pass it to me? Yes. No throwing, because we know how often I botch that. Right, he made his case. Good. Yeah. You would, Joe, you would wear those, right? Do you have a pair of these, Joe? I don't have a pair, but I would wear these. It is weird to me to see, because I, I had the other retro that mm-hmm. came out around this time of, this, of the Atmos yep. Air Max 1. And to see the Jumpman on the bottom is such a weird... So it's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm almost like, what, what brand lines did they have to yeah. cross and convince people? I'm not mad at these. What, is it, what does it say on the inside of the tongue? Oh, I was going to make a joke. E- ED? No, it can't be ED. What is it? It's, it's homeo telling you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Wait, what's homeo? I don't know what oh. that text on the inside of the tongue means. We- it looks like 03... 03- 20 looks like numbers. I don't know. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Does anyone else do you know what the text on the inside? Oh, I th- it almost it's not a number edition because the numbers are too small. That's what it looks like, but it's not that. I don't know. Well, one of life's mysteries that we'll never know. <laughs> okay, we'll if you know, drop it in the comments. <laughs> Kevin Green, Indianapolis, asks, with the state of inflation and platforms increasing prices to buy and sell, do you think the people that came into sneaker reselling as a niche to make money will now turn away to other ventures and deem it not worth the hassle? Very well thought out question. Yes, I I I do think that sneaker reselling in that kind of like mid level of like brick flipping, you know, of like oh, those you, people are the worst. <laughs> you you know that. Oh my god! I, I don't. I hate those people, man. I, I, I've the said what? it. The people who are like those are bricks. Those shoes suck. And I'm like, I get it that you're looking at it from like a business standpoint, uh-huh. but just to deem shoes on whether they're like a flip or a brick, and just to be like, hey, those are good shoes. I like them. Yeah. Just get out of like get out of the conversation. I don't want to hear you talk about shoes. Yeah. (laughs) The the answer to this question, I think, is that if you basically came in as a reseller Uh of sneakers, and depending on how your interest level in sneakers in general, but if you looked at it as a business, I think that you're monitoring what's going on, and that you'll get into other verticals. Yeah. Cards, things like that. I think that if you have that like entrepreneurial spirit. It just doesn't start and stop with so, sneakers. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with people making money off of shoes, and I don't want to be like demonizing resellers as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is that weird gray area where it's like people who just don't care about sneakers, mm-hmm. who just want to flip it. And then all of a sudden now they want to be like the pioneering voice and like what matters mm-hmm. in sneakers. And it's like if the, you don't care about this whole yeah. thing – then, just because you like hit on 300 pairs of Jordan 13s off of uh, yeah, it's just like it's cool for you to you make your money yeah. and like go, but like don't try to like make a presence in this space of what is cool and what isn't cool. If your whole only purpose to be in this space was just to make quick money, mm-hmm. that's all. Yeah, I, and I do think that kind of reselling will probably slow down. I mean, I think brands are always fighting to get a little bit of that money back. I think botting is probably not as easy as it once was. I'm not an expert in that world, but that's what I hear from people who are. So I, I think, especially in the way that sneaker reselling went so crazy during the pandemic. Well, everything went crazy during the pandemic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think a lot of people, a lot of the young people who kind of really spent a lot of their lives on that will kind of move away from that. So that's, that's sneaker reselling isn't going anywhere. And no, I no, no, for sure. But it's like when every single shoe. Yeah. Is being sold for resale. It's like then nobody wants to buy yeah. any of the to make shoes. twenty dollars per pair and sell a thousand. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, I think we'll see less of that going forward. Okay. Did we figure out yet what's going on with the tongue on the Atmos Jordan Three? Should I look it up real? Yeah, because it's. I genuinely don't know. Well, see, what is the other tongue? Is it any different? I'm I, I cu- never knew. I'm just this curious as to why this shoe so slept on. I think it will be no longer now that you made the public service announcement. Just. I don't know. You never really see anyone wear this, no? My yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Wouldn't be the first time you unlocked. Oh, yeah. What was it? Oh. No. Unlocked. Uh, oh, I, I unlocked a bunch of shoes for Adidas in the North oh. American market that they could never find out a way to sell themselves. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. You went there. You didn't see the <laughs> quote? True. That's true. That's you didn't true. see I'm, the I'm QC? Saying... I just felt like I stepped on it, and I, we were talking a little bit. So, I, could, could, what is it again? I unlocked Let a bunch of shoes. No, <laughs> 
within yeah. the North American market for Adidas that they couldn't figure out a way to sell on their own. And he still didn't get invited to the block party. <laughs> 326 Air Max Day. Oh, my God. Is that what it says? Yep. <laughs> Give me the shoe back. Is that really what it says? <laughs> Podcast canceled. Everything canceled. <laughs> oh, it's upside down. Here we are, yeah, here we are saying, like, if, <laughs> if you're just a reseller, you don't know anything about sneakers. Don't these try were, and be a voice. 2017, they released <laughs> these, on Air Max Day. Air Max Hello. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, Little yeah. early. We thought that we came in very we're the, sharp. We're the voices, and we definitely know when Air Max <laughs> the Day The trusted is. voices. <laughs> <laughs> 326. There's the thumbnail. Mark it on your calendar. Should we talk about the shoes we're wearing now that we yes. can yes. away? Yes, we should. Okay. We'll see what do you have on feet. Uh, first time breaking these out. Got a lot of hate the first time I posted these on the internet. You wearing socks? Yes, I am. Okay, because it's raining. I was just... These are the Tombogo Saucony Butterfly. I've seen those a lot on my timeline. Me too. But Big Instagram lot. shoe. When yeah. I posted them at first, because our friend uh, Jay Festino, who works at used to be at Extra Butter, works at Sock, and mm -hmm. he helped Trinidad do his collaboration. Mm -hmm. He was posting these heavy, and I'm like, dude, I need a pair of those. Yeah. This was like them. months and months and months ago, and he finally was like, hey, I got you. Yeah. And then I posted them, and everyone's like, oh, that's a worst take shoe. What are what, What's this trash? Da -da 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 -da. And now you see a lot of people wearing them. Are you saying that you unlocked those? I'm, I may have <laughs> unlocked again. I may have unlocked those just, in the North American market. Just unlocking everything. <laughs> hey, keep open like doors, the super. Man. Yeah, the super yeah. unlocking everything. That's what he does. <laughs> okay, got the keys. <laughs> got the keys. <laughs> you can hear him coming down the hallway. With a big ring on his belt. <laughs> just like the, all the keys unlock. Yeah. If listen, you need something unlocked. Here's your man. I got you. <laughs> Love it. I don't dislike that shoe, but I'm just confused because I still don't know what is Tom Bogo. And I saw a lot of people go into the it's show. A, during... well, yeah, it's a brand. And there's a guy. Tom, his name is Tommy Bogo. I okay. guess that's the designer. No, hey, I just don't. I feel yeah. like it came. I in my in my brain, it came out of nowhere, and I was like, wow, everybody's posting about this and these shoes in the fashion show. Some people were asking, what's the fit on these? Yeah. They don't. It's funny. They went from they went from hating to asking yeah. you how exactly they, they don't make them look good. They don't come feet. in half sizes, mm -hmm. full sizes only. Mm -hmm. And I would suggest, if you're in between, to go up. Well, we know I'm a, I'm a ten. Okay, so <laughs> not an issue. That's true. Right. Our friend the Brannock is right there yeah, at all times. Case. Got some JLP classics on. Yeah, tie dye XT4, Solomon's rainy day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't even take the umbrella. I let the rain just, you know? Yeah, very Oregonian of you. That's it. Like you know, I knew it was raining. I looked out the window. I was like, do I need the umbrella? Did you no. have your Hillary Duff moment? What is that? Let the rain fall down. That was a banger, right? <laughs> what? Which one is that? Come, come clean. It was the theme song to the hills. I've never seen that. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a that's a TV show, right? Yeah, it was like the continuation of Laguna Beach. Okay, all those. Can I, I? I have a big pop culture book. Yes, <laughs> this is, we right. can't clear this. Right. Why are you I know, but the I, had to check. I had are to you check. The song, I had dude? to check because the hills is very important to me, and he's right. <laughs> I had to fact check that. Okay. The tongue. Eh, I'll look it up when I get a chance. The hills. <laughs> the hills. The hills. hills very important. Um, yeah, he's right. It's, it's very important to you. Can you explain that briefly? I used to love the hills. Every iteration. Your big LC guy. Kristen Cavallari guy. What is LC? Lauren Conrad. Damn. Big uh Kristen Cavallari fan. That you know, they were Yeah. It was a it was uh I, I'm less static. About, they had static. Listen, listen, I'm less about Cavallari and more about Cavallero. Oh because I got the half cabs on today. You like that? that you like segue. that? Ah, look at that. Transition segue. like I'm skating. Look at that segue. Vans half cab, our legacy, orange suede pair. There's also a black pair that I have. Some at one time on Halloween I did one orange and one black. You were those to the UK, right? Once. Orange is the new black. Yeah, I went to the the release event for them. Um, I, I feel a little bit silly today because I'm wearing these pants with the orange cuff on them. And I decided to wear the pants, and then I was like, what shoes do I want to wear? And I, I decided I want to wear these shoes. I, am I doing too much right now no. with the orange on the orange? No, it's fine. <laughs> these guys are <laughs> you guys are leaning, <laughs> leaning like crazy. No. Just to, Okay, thank you. Well, so you said it's fine? Yeah. No, no it's fine. All right. No flag on the play. Yeah. Imagine. No, go change. <laughs> oh. All right. So one thing that we wanted to do on this podcast, mm -hmm. we've been flirting with it for a while, is like basically looking at old lists that we've done. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll go even back 
even further than what we're going to do now. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to like ease into it and then kind of like look what has aged well, what hasn't. Mm-hmm. I know that you always talk about basically the early list where you oh. were like, "What is going on here?" Which we'll save for another day. We've Probably like, like we talked about it many times. Yeah, like 2014. Yeah. You well, felt like you were the sole voice of reason in the room, <laughs> yeah. arguing against a bunch of old guys. Just, no, it wasn't arguing a bunch of old guys. It was arguing about a bunch of people who like really didn't know that much about shoes, but had like a title at the company, and they would like try to override you on things. Just, that is just you're I'm not, talking I'm not, about me. I'm not talking about you. Okay, so 2018, we're gonna start basically, and and you know, I, I always I was telling you guys like Bill Simmons redrafts. Mm-hmm. NBA drafts, he picks years. I think this could be a really good exercise. Yeah. We're going to start at 2018 because I like this. This was also one of the most epic uh, sneaker panels at ComplexCon. Oh, yes. Sneaker of the year? Yes. This was like the Hall of Fame. No, it was just like the Hall of Fame. You had Wale, uh, Allen Iverson. Yep. I think Ronnie. Ronnie. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's I check think that. Trinidad was there, as, or maybe he went in 2019. I think. Might have been 2019. Um, I, I don't know. No offense, Joe. But no, Lena Waith. Trinidad was there. I think. No offense. What you were at? You were at California Pizza Kitchen when this was going on. <laughs> Complex Wait, con? no. The game. Was, the the game, game showed up like halfway through the yeah, panel. Yeah, this was a classic. The game. Allen Iverson, Wale, uh, Sean Weatherspoon. Yeah. Lena Waith. Who else? Sean Weatherspoon now on Twitter. Go follow your boy. Yep. Clark Kent. Oh, this was a big one. Yeah, classic. Trinidad. Trinidad was there, yeah. Yeah, my boy okay, Trinidad. Okay, okay. Don, Don C. Ronnie. That was like, Listen, what, wasn't that one they, they were just Ronnie adding twice. seats. Uh, they were wasn't just that, adding seats to this. Wasn't that one of those last minute ones, too? I yes. think you had said that like, there was all these like people on oh, it. It was supposed to be like five people. That's they what just, I mean. Yeah. Ronnie had heard that like all these people were on here, and he's like, I want to be part of it, too. You know, like, Walty, do you think we were Do you think we were on the bubble for this? Or do you think we were anywhere near like down the long list of days of, of famous sneaker people who wanted to, to join in on Joe LaPuma's conversation about the, this, the best wait, sneakers of the year? How, how far down that list do you think we were? One Walty? correction. Sean Weatherspoon was not on this panel the game alan iverson ronnie dj clark kent myself don c wale lena waith trinidad james wow <laughs> that's like such, such a crazy sneaker wow, i lineup. love it i yeah. love it anyway i like this year because i feel like <laughs> number one number one is interesting okay. i feel like we did okay uh-huh. and then you feel we, like there's some misses there was okay. s- some misses well, so we're looking back at the 2018 2018- Complex best sneakers of the year list. So trying to figure out w- where we were right, where we were wrong, what looks bad in, in retrospect. Is that basically the exercise yeah. here? Yeah. So one of the things, and I've had this conversation in my head lately, um, which I do about sneakers often. So <laughs> <laughs> number 10, right? Uh-huh. Air Jordan 11 Concord. Yes. That, right? Retro. But every I, year I think up. I think it, does, it definitely deserves to be on the list. But here's sometimes where I feel like the disconnect happens when we make these lists and the people who are consuming our lists. Mm-hmm. So to some people, the Air Jordan 11 Concord is the best shoe yes. of the year because it's- And the, of all time. Well, yes. Clark, Clark would be like, it could be released every year and it would be number one But to some people, it's, it's clearly like their favorite shoe of the year, their favorite shoe that they got to purchase. And it's also a shoe that a million people got to purchase. Yeah. So I think it's like, it's graded on a different scale, right? Than c- trying to compare the Air Jordan 11 Concord to the Union Air Jordan 1 is like, it, it's really impossible to be like, yes. which one mm. is better And that's why I think two? on this list, the number one, we put it because it was a new silhouette. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's like it's graded on a curve when we do that. Well, you yeah, also yeah, yeah. had to put into into consideration that whole time period. Number one shoe, can we say it? Yeah, yeah. I don't it, think we need to go in order. Oh, here. We it was the, the it was thing. the Element React eighty seven eighty seven. But at that time, the thing I think is important to take into consideration it was like fresh off of Ultra Boost NMD like Adidas Dominance or just like new silhouettes coming into the space and being like that next shoe that all of a sudden you just saw everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this time was right at the tail end of that period. But when the Element React came out, uh, it was introduced via the Undercover collaboration, which felt like a big deal. Love that show. At the time, but they all sold out at first. You know, you're like, oh, this yeah, is going to be- first two colorways. As our good friend Gerald Flores writes, the sneaker was first unveiled at Undercover's Paris fashion show, but the general release version of the React Element 87 didn't need a rapper or pro athlete's name attached to it. It was simply a sleek sneaker that looked like the future. Yeah. We felt like that shoe was going to be a, like the next big mass market, yes. like 
sneaker you see everywhere, everyone could buy. Then Nike just went, whoosh, like rochified. All it. the undercovers. I mean, uh, there was like what four of them? Dude, yeah, yeah. I went to a Nike preview at a seating su- suite, and they were like, "Pick out what you want here." Back when we got invited. Go yeah. On. Shout out our guy Rico. Shout to Rico. He just got married. Shout to Rico. Congratulations. Um, I'm married to the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, pick out whatever you want. Yeah. And I had taken the Para Air Max ones, like the cloud-looking ones, uh-huh. and I had taken the undercover Reacts, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be too greedy and yeah. like ask for like 20 things or whatever, because my relationship <laughs> with Nike was contentious anyways at the time. Why? Because yeah. you were... Because I, I wore Adidas to the Nike office. You're so Babs, come on. Um, <laughs> but I passed up, and I had put out this recently. I had passed up getting the Serena Air Max 97s yeah. for for the undercover reacts. What a dumb decision. You know what? I The undercover react was a shoe that I was so big on that I was like, and I've never really speculated on a shoe financially of being like, oh, this could be big. I'm going to buy a bunch. But it was cheap at the time. And I like bought a couple and I was like, should I just buy 10 pairs of these? Because I think that they'll go up in price. And this is how you know, never like look to me for financial advice when it comes to sneaker investing. <laughs> and now the shoe is like not worth that I had much. A lot of, Big JLP know, shoe. Huge, huge JLP shoe. Don't want to refer to myself third person, but wore, wore the GRs for the Ronaldo episode. The black pair? Yep. Those I cannot part with. Those are still by the door. I haven't worn them in years, but they're still by the door in my apartment. The, the translucent upper is, has like dust all. Like, yeah, it's not it's translucent little, you anymore. Need the Windex, but uh, <laughs> undercovers, I bought a ton. Even like the lime green ones. That's the one I had. The one I think it the was blue the, and red ones were fire. Those had, undercovers are yeah, yeah the green pair incredible. with like the blue heel on it. I think yeah. I like, bought those on resale. I bought two of the colorways. But well, see, you said that this looked like, and this is why we nominated it. It was going to be the next big shoe that was everywhere, and you could get. I feel like it successfully fulfilled that mission like but i also feel like at that time too like the next year yeah it's like 2019 it's like sneaker culture kind of like shifted away from those shoes being the shoes that mattered within the space and then all of a sudden that's like when you saw like the air jordan one take off take off and it was like the opposite of that just style and aesthetic yeah 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 true but here's the thing the number two shoe should have been the number one shoe. Should have been the number yes. one shoe. Yes. Looking back, without a doubt, yeah. the number two shoe should have been the number one the shoe. The Sean Weatherspoon. Yeah, Sean Definitely. Weatherspoon Air Max one. Still holds up. A classic. I'm very conservative about the use of the word classic, especially in sneaker writing. People use it all the time. It's just a generic adjective that doesn't mean anything, but this is a classic. So, Austin Bailey, the sneaker shopping booker, mm-hmm. who does an amazing job, is our right hand champion. I remember saying. If when we were trying to get Pharrell, you book Pharrell, I get you whatever sneaker you want. Right? Mm-hmm. He's not, Austin is not a sneakerhead. He's like obviously around yeah. us. He's so. like some shoes. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And I remember like him just being like, if if it ever happens, I want the Sean Weatherspoon Nike Air Max. Automatic. Yeah. And, and I say that to say it broke through even like, the sneakerhead market in the sne- every tunnel, every tunnel that you saw that year, the sneaker aged so well. Yeah. So anyway, he books Pharrell season finale, and then he has the Sean Weathers. I got him the Sean Weatherspoon, and it's just like to me. I tell that story because I think it's like, no matter how close you are to it, you remember that like that shoe is so yeah. recognizable, and just a peak of. Air Max Day. Air Max Day has fizzled out a little bit, and I think Nike has had a hard time like <laughs> continuing to one up it. And I think they've shifted away well, a little bit. I mean, bit. you had like we just talked about it. Like, yeah, yeah, the Atmos. Like not just this pack in general, but like when that Air, Atmos Air Max One like came back. Yeah. Like, that was like people cared about Air Max yeah. Day, you know. But then the, the Sean Weatherspoon Air Max One Ninety Seven was the, the the best version of Air Max Day and, there's ever been. And I tell that story. I like buried the lead i tell that story because like it probably is a recent grail to a lot of people oh yeah you know like oh yeah that like the one that they always saw that escaped them or or they didn't get it's just like this was the number one so that shoe right and correct me if i'm getting this wrong but that shoe like i don't want to say it almost didn't happen but that was part of that like vote forward forward yes program where like the consumers actually had to choose which shoe they wanted so that shoe could have almost could have not happened yeah 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 didn't he have a van too, like yeah. that went around? Yeah, like, there was like a lot of. It was a but lot. But there of were a few other like there was like that Buzz Lightyear looking shoe within. Um, there were some absurd shoes in that group. 
the thing about this shoe is like <laughs> the thing about this shoe is like I wonder where it lands in the in the last like in that decade, maybe ten 2010 years, two thousand ten to two thousand twenty. I wonder where it lands. Do you think Fran Relations gets royalties off of it? Fran Relations was in. He was round two. He well, was in round two Hollywood. Well, apparently, oh, well, they like yeah, they it had says a fifth. Like uh, it big, was, it was so like a big like, group of people. Yeah, that you came wrote together. this blurb. He had said, and we had talked to Fran about it. We had him on full size run. I believe he said that it was kind of like him saying to Sean, like you should put the Air Max One Sole on the Air Max ninety seven. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I don't know. I, believe, I, I think that that's what he had said, that that was his contribution to it, which ended up being a big part of the shoe. Yeah, I mean. I think Ben Baller was also a, in those discussions yeah, as yeah. well. They had a video, I think. Yeah, they had a, a video when Sean won, people, yeah. and it was all of them in round two. I love the Nast, show. I think. I love the show. Oh, it's a great shoe. It should have been number one. Number three, Union Air Jordan 1. I'm cool with that. What do you think? Great shoe. Think that's a, a, there's some people that's like one of their all-time favorites yeah i think that you would still put and we don't have to like totally re-rank this because yeah. it gets too hard like moving stuff but unless we have a whiteboard we should do like a board where we yeah. um but union over react maybe the union Probably. jordan one over react yeah i mean I the react know. could like go to number 10 really it's, yes in no, terms of come aging on, that's revisionist history if well if we're doing it now i guess that's literally what we're doing is revisionist yes. history, right i mean now the shoe doesn't. You're really gonna mean say that the the React 87 more important than the Travis Scott Air Jordan Four? No, no. <sighs> but that's what happens that with these me. lists. But, but I, I do. I, I don't think that that doesn't always mean that we were wrong in no, the moment. No, because no, but it's it just like things history. happen. Yeah. What else is on this list? Fear God One. I think that would slide down a little bit. I love Jerry. Yeah. But that shoe, I don't think. I think it meant more in the time period yeah, yeah, of yeah. like. Nike basketball not being anything new silhouette, brand new silhouette, yeah, and like the whole story about him like going to Italy and creating the last, yes, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. So I feel like that's huge to it, and it was a huge like uh, NBA style shoe. Yeah, yes, it was around a lot at the time. Also super limited. Yeah. Um. So I I it's not like we were off to put it there at five. Yeah, and you also have to credit like those sort of things. Storytelling. Just those little like tidbits of why this shoe may be ranked higher than the other yeah. one of just like bring back a retro versus like doing totally. all of this to create a shoe. It Where adds put the more to one? it. Oh, well, I mean, we, just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. We, we, we made it pop, right? <laughs> unlocked that one. <laughs> we unlocked was that the that, same year? We unlocked that one was for that the North same American year? market. Yeah, it had to be. No, it was 2019, right? Oh, no, okay. Chicago Complex Con was 2019. Oh, you're right. Oh, Sheesh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, who knows? Black Cement, we don't know. But really... also Allen Iverson was there as well. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Black Cement, we don't. Number six, yeah. Is it, but I mean, it's like I, I think that's an interesting one because it's always the conversation, and this is one of the recurring ones that we have when we talk about best sneakers of the year. It's like how much credit does a shoe get for just being yes. an old shoe that came back again? Yeah. It gets a little more credit if they're like they redid the shape or it's remastered, like they say the yeah. Jordans are, and it gets it better than previous iterations. But still, it's like I'll always buy a black cement Jordan three, but I'm never going to be that excited about it. Probably is it crazy to see the Concords at ten and this at six? That big. That big gap there. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the black cement three better. So one of yeah. my favorites. Of big all time. JLP shoe that didn't make the list <laughs> that came out that year. In a winter, Vogue. You got my sister. Those. Air Jordan threes. You got think this should have made those. the list? No, I'm saying okay, didn't make okay, the list, okay. but I said big JLP. Got my sister those. Okay. Big Bella JLP got those on sneaker shopping, I believe. And another Close to your heart. Another yeah. uh, like the hills. Big JLP shoe that came out that year that didn't make the list, and rightfully so, but. The the redux, <laughs> the redux of the acronym Prestos. Which colors? These ones, the redos. That mm. shouldn't have made it. No, I'm saying they wouldn't have made the list. They wouldn't have made the top ten. They wouldn't have made the top ten. I know you would have argued for it if we were in a meeting and you. Those would've... black and grays. Here, go argue for it right now. Those black and grays. You have are the great. camera right now to Those make the case. Those black and grays are great. Okay, so take it back to like pretend it's 2018 and we're in a meeting and I'm like, hey, I, I, you don't think grim. those are great? This is grim. Uh, no, the, you don't. No, I don't like the yellow ones. I think the middle ones and the it, black and 2018. The, I know they matter. I know. I know they matter to you, Joe, because oh, it's a God. shoe that you love and wear all the time. But but it's not a shoe that I love and wear all the well, time. You know so who loves it too? John Mar. Oh wait, John Marcello might like the first batch. Yeah, John Mayer. John Mayer loves. All those. I don't know. Those couldn't. 
sneak in the top ten? No. Right. It's just not that interesting. Damn. All I mean, right. the first acronym set for sure. Yeah. To me, it was just like another colorway of like the same collaboration that wasn't as good as the first ones. Yeah. All right. Fair. Uh, number seven, Off-White Air Jordan 1, the white colorway. Um. Yeah, I guess you put it on the top ten. It wasn't that exciting. You know what else came favorite. out in 2018 that we didn't put on the list? What? That... I don't know if it makes the list now, but Travis Air Force Ones. Which one with the uh, the canvas? Yeah, I like those a lot. I think it was it was, it was actually, sorry, it was actually the second one because it wasn't the all white. It was like the sail colored one. Oh, okay. Then you don't need that on there. Okay, because that's another thing where it's just like not not that much of a change to it. Levi's Air Jordan Fours. I like those, but probably not top ten. I thought those were going to be bigger. I than love they were. that. I love that shoe. Really, so I like it a I lot. Lo that shoe to me is blue jeans colorway. Yeah, uh, it's so good. And I like that. that I like the it. Red. Levi's the tab, tab yeah. on it. I just think it was great. CDG Air 180s, Joe. You can't put that on the list. That's a cool shoe, but you can't put that on 10 best sneakers of the year. Maybe list. not, but I like it. You're like, I don't know if it makes a list, but I can make an argument for it. We... I like I like the acronym batch better than that. Maybe what we're discovering here, and I think we've kind of come close to this conclusion at times before, is that do we just abolish these lists altogether and just write about our favorite sneakers of the no, year? No, so this way is these lists are great. We need more of them. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I love the. We passion. need more of them. I love the passion. We need more of them. I think we did so many that it was like, oh, another list. But no, I think we need more of them. Some okay. other Brendan Dunn shoes from that era. He doesn't agree. <laughs> the one that uh, you, I think. Keep had, in mind, my byline isn't on this list. You had so. given, That's true. I you saw had, that. I I don't don't put any of the blame on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is when you were still just soul collector only, yeah, and not doing complex. Yeah, um, the issue that you had a lot of ire for that year was the Justin Timberlake Super Bowl Air Jordan threes. Yeah, I still do. I don't. I never cared about a Justin Timberlake Air Jordan. Actually, I never cared about a Justin Timberlake anything. So I, you know, like same same opinion as I had. You, you, Actually, no. Um, what's the one? What's the one album I like? When I was in high school, I definitely Justified. I definitely boogied a lot to uh, no. What is it? Love, sexy, future you never sound. Never got into or, your feelings to love stoned. No, there's some. Yeah, yeah I, I lied when I said I don't care I about like, anything Justin Timberlake. I care yeah. about a handful you, of Justin you know Timberlake songs. What's funny is that in the late I hate the shoe. Timberlake. I want Timberlake's been one of my grails on sneaker shopping. Do you think I'm holding it back by by talking shit about him? I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. Sorry. Go to his okay. One, one of the shoes that came out this year that actually ended up becoming what we thought the React was going to become, which I think is a completely awful sneaker. Okay. And not the throw shade, but I know, Joe, you don't mind it so much. Air Max 270. <laughs> we would never put that on a top 10 list. No, but it, it's... But, but it, it's is one of the ten, it, is, it is one of the 10 biggest sneakers of 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still in big. retrospect, still right? Big, yeah. Still like, big, if, if you yeah. Make, still if, big. If you're making the time capsule... Because mm -hmm. you have to think about it. I guess in some extent, these lists are a time capsule for 2018 because kids are going to go back and they're not going to look at every single shoe that came right. out in 2018. They're just going to see these are the 10 best releases. So we're putting kind of sneaker culture in a nutshell for yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah. Am I, is that too no, far No, no, no. Yeah, I'm with you. So I don't think the are Air Max... looking at the sneakers so far list? No, I'm just looking at oh, just well, a these, list okay. of shoes that had come out during that year. Um, But... If you're making a time capsule for 2018, mm -hmm. for like a thousand years from now, mm -hmm. I think you drop the Air Max 270. You put it in there just yeah. to just to help people understand that like this, this is what's going issue. on in the sneakers at the time. More yeah. more so than the React. It's a good topic. That's a good interesting. Wow. I could yeah, we could just go another. We hour must have just this. loved the React. I mean, all, we must have just. Yeah. What do you a, see people wearing more nowadays? Oh, no comparison. <laughs> I see people working out in 270s still. Aren't you one of those people? I don't work out in 270s D anymore. You, okay, thank yes, you. Yes, I did. Thank you. Not ashamed. Appreciate the caveat. Yes. Keep going. This is good. Other stuff that came out that year. Um, Ronnie had his milestone LeBron 15. That was big. I'm sure. I'm sure that was on the cusp. Yeah. I mean, that, we can't deny that those mm -hmm. weren't huge. Um, other shoes, one that, oh, this shoe was awful. The Supreme Air Force Ones with the NBA logos all over them. Remember that yeah, shoe? Yeah, no, those yeah, don't no, need no. to be anywhere near a top 10. A list. shoe that I love personally, uh, Air Jordan, the South Korea Seoul Air Jordan 3s that have the Korean flag on yeah, them. Yeah, that was right? a cool one. That was is, a cool isn't one. that the shoe that PJ Tucker's, like, yes. said he was, like, trying to hunt down? I don't think Very they made, limited. They didn't make it those. in his size. That's a good one. Number eight on our list that didn't make it. I don't know how you feel. You said that, did make it? Yeah, that did make it. Number eight, Canary Diamond Dunk. Oh, great shoe. You think best, shoe best shoe ever. 
<laughs> you think it's at <laughs> its right place? It, it's tough, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, I think that shoe is amazing. Shout out, Nick. Um, Shout out, him almost ruining it. Yeah, and thanks thanks for the shoes. Um, but ASMR. Also, yeah, come back on the pod in person, right? Yeah. Yes, That'd need be that. Amazing. Need also, that. there's the rumor of him, we like squashed the rumor of the red. Red diamond dunk? Yeah. Oh, man, I wouldn't be Nick surprised if there was still some <laughs> he told, sequel he, in He store. told me that it's not coming out, so we ran with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're but right. the Tiffany, it's, I mean, the, sorry, the Canary, it was like almost friends and family-ish. Right. It released at that um, that jewelry store. Yeah. Well, they tried to release it at ComplexCon, of course. And there was a riot. Brendan Dunn almost got like choked out. You gave me the D-Wade to LeBron. Oh, yeah. I got him a pair of those. Mm -hmm. And we have so many. We told all those stories yeah. on the here before. Yeah. Right? I mean, there Check was the like kids here. rush. I think like uh, two J's was in part of a crowd that was like rushing at the gate. Yeah, you're right. Really? He was in yeah, line. He was I, in I line with a bunch really, of like other resellers. And they really were like, him at that point. Yeah. I don't want to say that he was the one rushing at the no, gate. No, not but an he instigator. Was, but. but he was like in a crowd that was like trying to like get. Yeah into it and then which i appreciate you know people are out here trying to bust dre to croatian styles who's obviously good friends with nick yeah was at the gate and he was like trying to like slam the gate back and push people like crazy. this is the zombie apocalypse <laughs> crazy. moment crazy <laughs> crazy you got you got a croatian style on your team for the zombie apocalypse complex con coming back yeah we're back might Don't have some more of those moments yeah complex con complex con is back baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah great shoe but you're like talking about like if you're talking if we start this conversation off talking about some people say that the Air Jordan 11 Concord is their yes, favorite yes, yes. their favorite shoe of the year because it's their favorite shoe they bought within 2018, then the Canary Dunk is the complete opposite end of yeah. that spectrum where yeah. it may you didn't even see it in it real may, life. It's like one of those shoes that like uh, Dior Jordan One to some people they're like this is the greatest shoe ever, but the only place you've ever seen that shoe is a celebrity wearing it or inside a uh, sneaker. Uh, resale shop it's yeah. like a red october you may say the red october is one of the greatest shoes of all time but it's not a shoe that you've actually physically interacted with yes so it's it's you, hard for us to rank those maybe that's why high. it's at eight but where that, do you even though we're still going to put the louis vuitton air force one as but where do you i, I, I guess that's PSA tough where do you draw the line of like it's a balancing act that yep. is uh, always that's why this always list is, it us. can't be all like friends and family shoes totally. like no and i think it's I think sometimes that takes away from it if it's too exclusive, but I don't think that precludes it from being high on a list, which, again, is important for me to say because some coworkers are already ready to argue with me about the Louis Vuitton Air Force One come end of the year time when we crown the sneakers of the year for 2022. But we'll save our foot down. We'll, <laughs> we'll save our energy. I'll drink some coffee that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be a Duncan. <laughs> Number nine, Adidas Yeezy 500. Great shoe. I want... Honestly, one of my personal favorite my, my Adidas Yeezy shoes. Mm -hmm. Same. I think it's a great model. Mm -hmm. um, I love it much more than like a 350. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, Th that's my go-to when I like wear Yeezys, the black and gray. Really? Like, yeah. I still don't have a pair of these. Black and gray one. Great, the great shoe. I wish they had done more with it, like color, color blocking. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it has so many opportunities that like another word that they can unlock. There we go. I mean, it just has like it really has so much potential. Just because the other Yeezys, like 350s, there's not much you can really do with like a prime knit yeah. as far as like color variations yeah. go on it. There's but just with, that one piece, right? That I mean, shoe has so many panels on it where I'm like, there's so much you could do with yeah, it. And I know it doesn't really fit within the Yeezys sort of uh, athleisure. Yeah, a lot of like monochromatic stuff, right? Aesthetic, but you could do a lot with it. Sure, sure. The weird thing too about 2018, and this isn't going to make the list, but Another sneaker trend from that time period that became a thing was that was the year that the white and blue Air Monarch like popped up and ironically became a thing again. Really? Might become a thing. Yeah, soon. What do you Some Air Monarch talk. Won't that be? Nope. We'll no? Uh, we'll see. No, okay. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like Nike had released like a Father's yep. Day like yep. camping version was, of it. Was Martine Rose that year or Martine Rose? Came? No, that was after it. Yeah, but they okay. had done like a kind of a camping version of it for Father's Day that was a... I mean, I don't remember that at all. I trust you because your memory has proven itself time and time again. But I'll it, show, You'll remember this. It, it was like... No, I'm just saying I don't oh. remember that year being the year that the Monarchs had that You don't, you don't remember that moment? Not really, but it makes total sense, especially when you think about tangentially related or maybe tangentially is too loose it's a bit stronger than that but 
the Balenciaga Triple S is in some way related to the Monarch yeah. ride of Dad's Also, the Balenciaga Triple shoes. S. Should it be on the top 10 stickers of the year list, Joe? For 2018? Let's go real quick. Do you put it on the list? You know what? I'm not arguing for it, but if someone wants to say that it's on it, I'm not arguing against it. Yeah. I go yes. Yeah. I would put it on the list. If you now, told me it's on the list, the list, I go. You know what? I don't like it, but you know what? I get it. I would say I hate it, but I can see. Do your there's thing. there's certain moments on these lists where I can see to things where I'm like, hey, you know what? That maybe that's not one of my personal top ten stickers yeah. of the year list. But if you say that's on the list, I can't not, really come up with an argument against. Not it. Not something you're gonna be huffing and puffing about on the New Jersey Transit on the way home. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, other shoes in that same vein that came out that year that mm-hmm. ended up being a big thing, literally, was the Versace. Uh, to uh, to our chain, chain reaction. reaction, yeah, yeah, that kind of uh, yeah, I think that still does introduced it. the world to Salehi Bemberry for all intents and purposes. Yeah, we had to be doing stuff before that, but yeah, I think that was an important shoe and helped signify what was coming in terms of designer shoes yeah. and how much more people were into those in the, in the years to follow. But maybe maybe not quite. But it was also in. I think this is maybe a good uh, tie it up moment on this conversation is. It was also a huge signifier of what was to come, not just designer shoes, but you talk about the React being the number one shoe of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was very much that like minimalistic uh, yeah, footwear yeah. approach of like Ultra Boost NMD, where it's like that was what, what was hot and that's what was running sneakers at the time. And that's why we thought that that shoe was number one. Yeah. Yes. But then you also had this new crop of, and this was also the same time that New Balance had slowly kind of stepped yeah, its foot back. Yeah, the momentum was in. coming. The V4 was having a moment mm-hmm. at that time. Ronnie mm-hmm. ended up re-releasing that uh, United Arrows collaboration on 997. the 997.5. Mm-hmm. But you had that like chunk in the Monarch, you had that chunky dad shoe moment. There was stuff bubbling. And that sort of, I feel like that stuff going on and then the popularity of the air jordan one to come which was kind of set yeah, off yeah by the union and also that year too sorry to to not for, remember it was the that gold toe air jordan one that was the same year yes not the union one but like no the, no, no i know the, the mass, other one the, the mass patent, patent leather the one that was everywhere yeah and that kind of really set yeah. off the big, air the air jordan Tony one shoe. to some extent big rich lopez shoe. yeah okay but that set off the Air Jordan 1 to some extent. So at that moment, I feel like you really had dad shoes, chunky shoes, and Air Jordan 1 on the cusp. And we have maybe had said that we thought that the React was the number one trend at the time. But maybe we didn't see that like there was kind of like a tidal wave coming in. Of, that was the opposite of that. Yeah. the yeah. kind of And we had spoken about that, like enough sock shoes, enough sock shoes, enough sock shoes. And then this was what the wave that came in that kind of washed that all yeah, out. Yeah, the response. I like this. This was fun. This was good. Let us know what years you want us to... Revisit? Revisit, for sure. But this was a good exercise. I like that you pulled out all the ones that didn't make the list. Yeah. Good job. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.